Damn, I want to take all y'all if I can on a strange goddamn journey. Welcome to Nine Cents. Nine Cents is a satanic perspective of our modern world, and I'm your host, Adam Campbell. I'm a birthday baby! It's August 11th, and this is going to be the birthday episode, yo! Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Uh, Happy birthday hey, wait, 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 wait. to you. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Can you... Can, is what? there a way you could... Hmm? I don't know, maybe do a little sex here? I'll try. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. To you, happy birthday, dear Adam Campbell. Happy birthday to you. Oh my God! Thank you, Aaron. Um, that was that was <clears throat> great. It's totally sexy. Um, never ask you to do that again. Wow. Um, that was awesome. <laughs> Well, uh, like I was saying uh, before that really weird moment, it is August 11th, and Aaron and I have a wonderful show for you. In The Devil's Advocate, we're going to be talking about psychic vampires. Now, this comes from the sixth satanic statement, and it's often glossed over because it's right after, it's sort of this throwaway line after responsibility of the responsible. We're going to talk about psychic vampires for a little bit. In the Infernal Informant, if we're sober enough, we're going to be talking about days after alleged Israeli drone strike. Egypt Army says kills 12 militants in Sinai. Sinai? Sinai? Satisfuckai? Sinai. I don't know. <laughs> Transgender teens stabbed, shot, and run over. A little Jesus. overkill. Um, yeah, and right. that was in Jamaica by a mob. I don't get it. And then, uh, of course, we have a wonderful Down to the Crossroads. What's oh, this one going to be about? Oh, I'm going to do an instrumentals show. Ooh. I know. Tricky. And last week I was planning on doing a Bizarre Bizarre, but I'm going to do it this week because how could I not with Aaron here? Good boy. We're going to be talking about some weird shit, so just, uh, you know, hang on to your britches for that one at the tail end of the show. <laughs> or take them off. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. Do it. Seriously. Do it. <laughs> seriously. Take Don't them touch off. yourself right um, All right, that was is, like a record. Now, normally in this episode, my birthday episodes, there's a lot of singing and there's a lot of drunken ranting. Well, there's going to be a lot of drunken ranting, I'm sure. Uh, there's not going to be as much singing. I do want to do uh, a little song I'm going to drop on Aaron really quick, a little duet, if we can. Oh, oh yeah. On. Yeah. Uh, before I try to torture her into doing that, I have ways of from a distance torturing with my mind powers. We'll see. My gushy brain powers. Um, do you, I, I don't know if you probably don't run into this, but I, th no matter where I go in my house, I am like tripping and stepping on toys everywhere. <laughs> and I think that, I mean, obviously, it's, you know, I have children and so they have their toys everywhere. No matter how many times you tell a kid to, you know, pick them up, they never, ever do. And no matter how many times I beat them, they still refuse to. 
So apparently beating doesn't work. Do you use belt? Try a belt next time. You know what? I've been using a switch. So maybe I'll switch to the belt. The buckle could be that added. Yeah. At least scars. They're really cool. <laughs> Kids love scars. Kids are into scars these days. They do. They do. Um, <laughs> maybe not. So... I like today, just today, I came into my room to grab my clothes after a really sexy shower. It's always sexy because it's my oh birthday God. shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. And I trip over a baby doll's face. Like there's a baby doll on my floor. And I thought this was my sacred zone. Like there's no way I could have, I have more toys in my room. Not my own, by the way. More toys in my room than I, like my daughter does in hers. It's infuriating. Well, I'm lucky because Josh has a lot of toys, but he is really good about putting them away. In fact, that's his thing is like rearranging them and make, putting them on shelves and taking pictures and then rearranging them and taking more pictures. So they're always put away. Wow. It's so, like a constant rotation, huh? Yeah, it's great. It's, you know, having an adult baby is so much better. You should try having your, you know, kids that are grown up instead next time. See, you know, I next mean, time. Yeah. we're. I mean... It would be challenging to have another kid, but it would be nice to have an adult. So adult. I'll see if my wife's up for spitting out an adult from her veg. Or try adoption. I don't know. <laughs> Adopting an better. adult. <laughs> I would like an invalid, please. <laughs> that is you can do that. that. <laughs> Happens all the time, I think. Yeah. Well, who takes care of, and this is going to be offensive to people, who takes Everyone. care of the uh, Down syndrome people once their parents die? Once they die? Yeah. I don't they come ward of the wards of the state, maybe. Like, I mean, it depends how fun, the highly earth? function. Pardon? Do they just roam the earth? Yes, Adam. Haven't you seen their packs of Downs kids <laughs> that fucking? And they bind together in packs. Yeah, they run like pack, like dogs in packs. Oh, they wow. kill what you so know. They offensive. <laughs> no, that what's offensive about that? We're saying they, take, you know, they're good at taking care of themselves. And News bulletin. Watch out for the pack of Down Syndrome <laughs> invaders. They just came into town last night. Close your See, doors. Offensive would be me making some reference to like retard strength or any, you know. That's not offensive. That's scary. That's well, it's true. called, well, it can be both, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. I mix the two. There scary is, but you don't even offensive. have to be a retard to have retard strength. Like there's just the. It helps though. <laughs> <laughs> I think the re and maybe you know give me your take on this in a second. The retard strength came comes from um ignorance or lack of experience. So you don't know how to gauge your oh, individual no. strength. No. And so you're just like you know the first time you're involved in anything you're just and it's just like crazy retard strength. I don't think that's where this comes from, Adam. I think it comes from the fact that retarded people and this is scientific fact. Oh, science. Uh, okay. This is in the books. Um they are I've just read, stronger I've read than some us. Books. That's true. They evolved that way. <laughs> think if, about it. It makes sense. What if they don't think about it? It makes perfect sense. Um, <laughs> what if they are the, the next evolution of human beings? They're yeah, not. They got one up on us. Hey, um, are we going to talk about this much longer? Because this is <laughs> going on five minutes talking. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. <laughs> All right. Okay, so one more thing. I have been like buried this entire week in websites. I'm just going absolutely mad. So at my work, my professional job that I actually get paid for, um, not this, I, I have <laughs> like three, 
fucking huge e-commerce websites that I'm like totally buried under doing. And then like an <laughs> idiot, I opt to do the same thing on my off time. Yeah, so I get home and, and just recently, I was just today, I was working on another website for a, a friend of mine who was supposed to, and I'm starting, I'm tying this into the psychic vampire thing, oh. who was supposed to take my picture for that piece oh, in yeah. Holding Magazine. And he fucking bailed out. And okay. so I told him I would help him with his website, and he was like, hey, sorry about that, man. We'll, you know, I'll, we'll still take some pictures and stuff. No, I don't fucking need them. I'm going to have him take a dick pic this time of mine. Okay. And he's going right. to send it Suck to himself. It first. Yeah. Oh, all right. Or that sounds good, actually. So you agreed <laughs> to do his website after he flaked on you? No, I agreed to do it beforehand. <laughs> uh, and then right. he, he, he says he's too busy, so he can't. And yeah. then I'm still stuck with this position of, he was like, so did you still want to help me? You don't have to help me. I understand if you don't help Ugh. me. And I'm like, psychic fucking vampire. Oh. Classic case. <laughs> Textbook case. It's like a fucking schmuck. I was doing it anyway. You are a schmuck. That is I, true. I tell you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you can back that up. Uh, I'm going to make sure to get some pictures out of this dude, though. I'm going to get some crazy pictures, like. Pornographic ones. Well, I think maybe just a tasteful shot of my nipple. There is no such thing. I, no okay, it's thing. a challenge now. I'm All right. Best of luck. Did I ever tell you my first almost homosexual experience was getting my nipple pierced? Pretty sure I don't want to hear it. Really? Oh, getting your nipple pierced? Yeah. Even just just that was it almost was, homosexual to you? Yeah. Ugh, you're it such was, a homophobe. Well, he used his tongue. It was just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was in uh, my graphics class in high school. A buddy of mine had an ear piercing gun. Oh, that's how I pierce my lip. Let's really? talk about stupid shit we did in high school. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but see, yours looks good. Mine is constantly erect and looks weird now. Dude, I got my I got a, my first tattoo when I was fifteen at school lunch with uh, needle and thread in India ink. This is this is the stupid shit Some we did when we were in high school. Yep. <laughs> it's been since covered up. I should mention. Oh really? Yep. With what? I will not tell you what it was or what is covering it now. A swastika? <laughs> Those are my little secret. Yeah, it was a swastika. <laughs> it was yeah, either a swastika that or a I... Care Bear. It was one of the two. Oh my god, I wish it was both. <laughs> <laughs> that was the symbol bear. on the belly? <laughs> yeah, white power bear. You know, you've heard one. <laughs> That's the best Care Bear. Oh, I wish. Right, so... back, back in time, that is what I would get, by the way. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so the song that I wanted to try to convince you to sing with me... There are many, many crazy things that will keep me loving you. And with your permission, may I list a few? You may. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the way you wear your hat, the way you sip your tea, the memory of all that. No, they can't take that away from me. The way your smile just beams, the way you sing off key, <laughs> the way you haunt my dreams. No, they can't take that away from me. We may never, never meet again on that bumpy road to love. But I'll always, always keep the memory of the blackouts, the way you <laughs> hold your knife. The way we dance till three. The way Don't you change my, my life. No, no they, they can't, can't take, take that, that away from me. me. We, we may, may never, never, never meet, meet again 
on that bumpy road to love. But I'll always, always keep the memory of the way you hold your knife, the way we dance till three, the way you changed my life. No, they can't take that away from me. 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 The magic. Yes. That was awesome. Thank you so much for singing with me. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, how about we uh, stop torturing the people and we go okay. into the devil's advocate? Sounds good. All right. You are your father, the devil. And your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his character for he is a liar and the father of lies. And you are the devil's advocate. I'm a Satanist. I'm an active member in the Church of Satan, but I do not speak for the Church of Satan. That is all. Psychic vampires! It's like a psychic role-playing game of vampires. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Alright, so this is actually from the nine satanic statements. Number six. Uh, do you want to read it? Uh-oh. Uh no, oh, you go ahead. Alright. <laughs> Satan represents responsibility to the responsible. <laughs> That was terrible. Yeah, Satan yeah, represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Now, I don't know about you. I get a lot of this from, like, whenever you talk, and I actually probably harp on this a lot. Whenever you talk to someone about that, they always sort of kind of drop off the psychic vampire part. And I don't know if, <laughs> you know, you always hear, hey, responsibility to the responsible. Remember, it's a satanic blah. Um <laughs> No one ever talks about the other part. And I, I don't know if it's because they don't understand it or they just don't want to think about it because they might be one. <laughs> yeah, it might be just a shorthand. You know, the two are sort of, you know, they're connected, obviously, but they're sort of different. Um, and there's a lot more times where you can just sort of say, you know, responsibility to the responsible. It's very axiomatic. Whereas, you know, the psychic vampire thing is just kind of a modifier to that. But, you know, it's easy to just say responsibility to the responsible when you're, you know, just dropping some knowledge on someone. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. fits more context, you know, but the psychic vampire does, uh, I think, um, require a little more um, explanation, I guess. So what do we, I mean, do, let's do, let's define what a psychic vampire is, because this isn't a Bela Lugosi or a Christopher Lee vampire. Oh, no. No. Not nearly as cool. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to give a little rundown? <clears throat> a little rundown on psychic vampires? Yeah, just, you know, what... What, you know, people. You know, people who just like suck the psychic energy from you. Like they demand and they demand, and they never give you anything back. And it's just sort of. I mean, it can be, you know, actual things like services that you offer, or you, 
you know, agree to exchange with one another, and then one side does what they are supposed to, and then the other one flakes or something like that. Just you know. Have do you do you have any friends or past acquaintances that fit this definition? Oh uh, yeah, but not anymore, of course. But <laughs> I have had them in the past when I was a teenager, you know. But it takes a little while to recognize them sometimes. But uh, I'm pretty good. I have a pretty good. I like to. I like to think I have a pretty good bullshit detector, and so uh, you know I don't suffer fools much. Yeah. And psychic vampires, of course, fall into that fool category. But yeah, I do remember a kid. Actually, the kid who did my um, tattoo at school lunch turned out to be one of Nazi those. Nazi Care Bear, yeah. Yeah, my Nazi Care Bear, right? Uh, he turned out to be one of those. Just one of those people who's like always so fucking needy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Like, just refuse to give you anything back. I mean, I've known a lot of people like that, but I don't keep, you know, they're not in my life anymore, certainly. Yeah, it is, and it's tough. I mean, there's a whole chapter dedicated to this in the Satanic Bible, um, and that's Not All Vampires Suck Blood. And it, it speaks at great detail about psychic vampires, identifying them, and how to... Um, how to get rid of them. And one thing that I always loved about this is that in it's one of those things where you everyone knows it. Everyone understands <laughs> it at their core. But unless you've heard it in context, it doesn't make any sense. And it's, it's weird because it's like, oh, you've never heard of gravity? It's that thing that holds you down. You're like, oh, yeah. That <laughs> makes perfect fucking sense. Well, psychic vampires is, is one of those ex as powerful... Uh, socially, as gravity is physically, where you don't even recognize it while it's happening unless you're aware of what it is, unless mm -hmm. it's affecting you so much that you sort of take a step back. And a lot of people don't do that because it's either a family member, a friend, someone close to them. But psychic vampire, vampires are everywhere, and, and essentially, you know, exactly what you just said, Aaron, it's um, the way I've always associated it with the, the, the vampires that I've met is that they are people who seem like on their surface would be successful if they just followed a couple simple rules, but they don't follow those rules and they latch on to people who do. And so they, they sort of try to ride their coattails or they try to get um, uh, success uh, through those other people so they don't have to work for it. Or, or, and a lot of times what I find is they're not even aware they're doing it. Yeah. Like they're ignorant to it. They don't even know that they're psychic vampires. And that's the yes. worst part of it is that they, they, they take this victim stance mm -hmm. whenever you can't come through with for them. But whenever right. you can't come through for them, um, somehow like you're just a horrible person. But when they can't do it, well, you know, I'm busy. I had other things to do. You know, well, I, I just made other commitments. I can't help you with what you wanted me to help you with. Yeah. Um, and then I started thinking, well, holy shit. There has to be a difference between lesser magic, mm -hmm. us convincing other people to do things for us, mm -hmm. and psychic vampires. I mean, one is, and I don't know if it's solely intention, because I think a lot of it has to do with um, poor self-image, and I don't know if you can be a successful lesser magic practitioner with poor self-image. Mm, I think you can. Just unknowingly, like retard power? <laughs> no, I think, I mean, it depends what you mean about image, you know. We're talking body image, then you can feel like you have power in different ways. But, yeah. you know, but anyway, that's... Yeah, but do you think that there's a connection with people who habitually use lesser magic instead of as a way of building success with themselves hmm. to 
convince other people to do things for them so they don't have to work. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever experienced it in my life, but you know, these psychic vampires are parasites, you know, and um, but and lesser magic, of course, is a form of manipulation. So I can see where there's a sort of a fine line between lesser magic and vampirism, you know. For you, what would that line be? Oh, huh. Well, you know, reciprocity, I think, yeah. maybe is the difference between that, that thin line between lesser magic and vampirism is just, you know, if, if you're aware enough to say, oh, shit, like, I am abusing this person's kindness, you know, I'm taking and taking and I'm not giving back, you know, self-awareness, of course, is, I think, it should be a crime to be self-unaware, you know? Yeah. I think people should be fucking locked up who don't just look, take a look at themselves or who they really are. But, um, yeah, you know, that kind of thing, like, where you're just manipulating people sort of just to an, a crazy extent and never... It is kind of strange because when I first started, you know, I was in high school and I start, first started um, reading the Satanic Bible and the Devil's Notebook and started getting these ideas into my head of what it means to be a Satanist and, and how, how that's going to affect me as a human being. Mm. Um, uh, sort of discovering these little thoughts uh, like psychic vampires. I, I took this assumption that because I'm a Satanist, I don't, I don't care mm. about anyone else and I will use everyone to uh, whatever mm -hmm. end that I want. And I'll use ritual and I'll use lesser magic to do mm -hmm. it. And I will, in every circumstance I can, be on top. And for the life of me, I can't find anything wrong with that on its face. Uh -huh. But that you can slip into a psychic vampire role by well, being I, that way. Yeah, but only if the other person knows it, I suppose, right? Like, if you're so doing is it, it... awareness that is the... Maybe so. I mean, you could... You know, it's only vampirism if the other person notices. <laughs> you know, otherwise it's just you, you know, manipulating to them to your end. I think it was Dr. LeVay who said it's better to be used than to be useless. <laughs> and, you know, um, so, I mean, yeah, I think that's a really interesting point is that if, if you don't know you're being used, and I mean, that's the beauty of it, right? That you're being manipulated so yeah. softly and, you know so smoothly that, that you don't even know that that's what's happening to you and you kind of like it you know you're like oh yeah this person needs me <laughs> you know and i think that if you're a good satanist and you're good at lesser magic then you can never stray into vampirism you know into yeah. psychic vampirism because as you know as because the person may you'll notice if the person sort of pushes back against you and, and starts, you can tell that they start feeling like they're being used. And when they, right. whenever they start feeling like they're being used, then you know how to handle it. You know, you pull back a little bit and you, or you do something for them or, you know. So it's important take, to hey, know, I'm sorry. I was just saying you take control of the situation, you know. Yeah. I think it's important to note that it's not just individuals. I mean, yeah. we're sort of playing with this sort of uh, gray line of where does lesser magic and, and psychic vampirism cross. But if we're just going to go back to hard satanic, I'm sorry, um, uh, psychic vampirism, then it, it's not just an individual that does it. I mean, it, every single group out there that's working under charity could be seen in the exact same light. And that's, you know, explained in the satanic Bible as well, where you're sort of guilted into this. And, you know, this is one of the things like schools, for example, use 
uh, you know, elementary schools and high schools and such use at every chance they get, you know, whether it's a candy bar drive or anything, uh, getting kids to go door to door, say, oh, we're trying to help the homeless and it will help my school and I'll get a, a, a jump rope if you just, you know, help me sell these magazines or these candy bars and, and you're sort of guilted into it. But that is also a psychic vampire effect like this an organization is using it to their advantage yeah but who is it hurting yeah that's the question maybe you need to ask because it's not it's not hurting a good satanist more more than likely so then what's the problem <laughs> you know if you're um uh, Th that actually does bring up a good point because like sex for example you know you yes. have uh, the sadists and you have masochists you have people who like to be abused so if if you are aware mm -hmm. that these, and some people like to give to charity, so there's nothing sure. wrong with yeah. that, as long as you're aware that that is what gets you off. As okay. long as you're like, okay, I want to help people, not because I'm expected to, because that's not what, you know, there's a sort of underlayer of guilt and shame if you mm -hmm. don't contribute. And that's what makes it wrong for me, is that it's it's hurting yeah. you because it's it's doing it in the wrong way. Instead of saying you are choosing to support something because it's of worth to you. Instead, the majority are saying, I'm choosing to do this because I'm shamed and guilted into it. And right. I don't want to look like an asshole to this three-year-old kid, you know, trying yeah. to sell whatever. Well, Maybe you know what? Too young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think three-year-olds, do they talk even? I don't even know. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't, you know, you have to, like I said, I think it depends on the audience. Um, you know, I don't think, that, I don't think there's anything I don't think altruism exists and you know people do nice things for people because it makes them feel good or for other various reasons um so you know it depends on the person mm -hmm. very true are so, you smoking a cigarette no actually i just opened another <laughs> beer another and, oh, beer listen to this you probably can't even hear that i'm listening splash it out <laughs> oh i can hear it sounds like you're pooping and peeing at the same time <sighs> <laughs> and I'm gonna drink it. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. it's, your, it's your birthday. You I can do whatever I want. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. oh, this is great. I've got like a good half inch of head on this beer. Oh, so All delicious. Right. Hold on. Tell it to I'm your gonna... wife. Oh, yeah. Goddamn, right. that's good. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're talking about what it is to be a psychic vampire and, and uh, how individuals and groups can do it. But then there's always that, and, and you and I, obviously in our lives have experienced this, and with our I eyes think. open, we know how to deal with it. Some people don't. Right. And I think this goes to be one of the hardest things as an emerging human being. Like, as, as a child, it's very hard to learn when to say no. Like, yeah. I mean, you, you know, offhandedly, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. But when it's a friend coming to you asking for right. something, when it's your brother who's hard on his luck and he just has a sob story, it's very, very hard. When it's, even when it's your abusive lover, sometimes it's really hard just to say no. Yeah. And you have to learn to do it. It is the only way that you can progress as a human being in this society. You have to understand what your limits are, what where you are happy going and then where that line is that you will not cross. And that's the point where you have to stand up and sometimes you have to take it on the chin for saying it, but you have to say no. Um, mm -hmm. And that is how you deal with psychic vampires. And the 
really, ultimately, now that you understand what it is, um, after you've read the Satanic Bible and, and uh, you know, you've been a Satanist your whole life living this philosophy, you're not going to run into the problem anymore. But if you're just coming into this, like I was saying, if you didn't know about it before, if no one told you about it, you didn't know. Mm. Now we told you. Now you know. <laughs> as soon as you recognize a psychic vampire for what they are, you break off contact. It's not worth it to you because it's just going to sap you dry emotionally and sometimes financially and physically. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? No. Nope. All right, let's go to the Infernal <laughs> Informant. Psst. Hey, hey. Hey, come here. Psst. What? Huh? Me? Do I know you? Hey, you're religious, man, aren't you? No more than anyone else. Listen, listen, I got a secret. It's, it's been eating me up, and I got to share it with someone. Get the fuck out of here, kid. I don't know you. No, listen, man. It's about you. It's about your life. You're about to have what, what alcoholics refer to as your moment of clarity. What are you talking about? Okay, son. Sins are indisposable to every society organized on an ecclesiastical basis. They are only reliable weapons of power. The priest lives upon sins. It's it's necessary to him that there be sinning. Who the fuck are you, kid? I'm your infernal informant. Alright, so Aaron has run off. For a moment, and I'm going to start this article. But I'm going to bet when she comes back in, she's going to be all super noisy and clickety-clackety. Just so you know. Wait for it. All right, so this is from Heretz.com. Days after alleged Israeli drone strike, Egypt army says kills 12 militants in Sinai. Military spokesman says militants were wanted for an attack on Egyptian soldiers last year that killed 16 and the abduction of seven security forces earlier this year. And this is by the Associated Press, uh, published today. Egyptian helicopters fired on a meeting of suspected militants in this country's Sinai Peninsula, officials said Sunday, killing at least 12 people as authorities step up their attacks following an Israeli drone strike in the region. The helicopter attack came as Egyptian and Israeli officers tried to downplay the drone strike Friday in the largely lawless Sinai, featuring popular criticisms in a country already roiled by last month's military coup that ousted President Mohamed Morsi. The Egyptian officials told the Associated Press and three helicopters targeted militants in the desert town of Sikh Zuwayed late Saturday. The officials said another dozen were wounded in the attack. The officials spoke on condition of anonymity as they were not authorized to speak to reporters. Military spokesman Colonel Ahmed Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali! He, he's back! He's a colonel now? Yep. Wow, good for him. Ali, Bumaye. Uh, you know what, just sort of off topic, best mm. Will Smith movie ever. Which one? Ollie? Oh, okay. I awesome. didn't see it as much. Really? Ugh, oh, you get go. to see him with his pectorials all out? I thought you would have seen that. Why do I give a shit? You Why think I have I a, a boner shit? for Will? I don't know. You tell me. You're the one that's going on. I have a boner for Will Smith. <laughs> Evidently, it's your birthday. I guess you can have a boner for whoever you want, but mm-hmm. keep it to yourself. All right. You want me to finish this article for you? No, I've got it. I'm not going to wipe the sweat off my brow. I I know, it's like fucking Atticus Finch, like in the To Kill a Mob. I feel like a southern courtroom in here. I'm so hot. (laughs) like dabbing my face with a, I don't know, ascot. You gotta get one of those uh, uh, few fans, yeah. Oh, I fucking wish. It would make too much noise. You'd yell at me. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, what's that fucking noise, you bitch? What is going on? Josh, just shut up. You don't have to have him go down on you during the show, do you? <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. He said right. 15 mils were targeted militants. <laughs> I just dive right in. But did not offer a breakdown of casualties. The suspected militants targeted in the air assault were wanted for an attack on Egyptian soldiers last year that killed 16, all these said. They're also uh, were wanted in connection to the abduction of seven security forces earlier this year, he said. A resident of Sheikh Zuwayed yeah, I said nailed it. Right. Yeah. told the Associated Press that he saw the helicopter attack start Saturday night. On Sunday, he said neighbors saw two funerals for slain fighters, one with four bodies and one with two. Mobile fund services that I really don't want. Yeah, this is a lot of repeating itself, and it it, a lot of a lot of like. This person agreed to speak under anonymity. Like it says that like three or four times in this article. <laughs> well, I want I, I brought this out because I wanted to talk to you about drone strikes briefly. I mean, they're using to me or to the audience. Well, so you and I can have a conversation uh, for the benefit of the audience. No oh boy, <laughs> benefit <laughs> Shit, quotes. <laughs> um, so, what do you think about American drone strikes? I'm all in for general? it. Okay. <laughs> so that being said, yeah. I am not. Oh, good. Think, this will be fun. I just think there's a lot. It's more widely used and with less regulation than it should in general. Um, so what do you think of Israeli drone strikes in All for Egypt? It. Really? I don't know. I don't. Do I have to have an opinion? I guess not. <laughs> Can I just take the one that you don't have? Okay. <laughs> All right. What do you You'll feel? You'll be the devil's advocate. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, this is like a debate class in high school. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, uh, <laughs> Time starts now. That's shit. No, so I, my whole... I'm having a problem because they're using a drone strike to kill people. If they knew where they were, and the Egyptian military controls the country right now anyway, why didn't they just have the military go in and take care of it? And why is it why Israel droning them? Is it Israel that's doing it? I thought it was the yeah. Egyptians. They did it to themselves, No. Well, this well allegedly it was an Israeli drone strike. An inverse. Oh, okay. In the oh, okay. Triton. Well, you did read this, right? I read it. I just didn't comprehend it. There is a difference. <laughs> I am mentally retarded. Just That's why I'm so strong. Page. That's why I'm so strong. It's always going back. So, um, okay, so I mean, this really comes down to the, the idea that, um, you know. Pakistan was infuriated when we uh, invaded their country in order to get uh, uh, bin Laden. Mm-hmm. And Israel is furious when Pakistan, oh, I'm sorry, when um, Palestinians attack uh, the Gaza Strip. And then it's okay for Israel to go and attack Palestine. It's okay for Israel to go attack Egypt. But whenever America does it, it's like the end of the world. Well, Israel can do whatever it wants. Hello, Adam. It's Israel. Problems problems with this. Yeah. And and it's like everyone's just okay with it. We're just like, okay, well, let's just, I mean, right now it is alleged that it was an Israeli drone strike, but let's let's be fair. Mm -hmm. It probably was. It was. It probably was, yeah. I mean, they just do, they just fucking do whatever they want. And it's infuriating that everyone is just okay with it. Like, no one questions why we give them so much fucking leeway to do whatever the fuck they want? What's your theory on why we do? Uh, I th- honestly, I think it comes down to politics. But why? Like, what's the motivation? Well, the motivation is um, because 
the majority of this country, uh, the United States, is dominated by Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, they love the idea of Israel because Jesus uh, <laughs> came from uh, that Jesus. area. Yes. And, and so that, I think, is the core of why uh, politically America always backs uh, hmm. Israel. Because it is in there, as a politician, it is in your best interest back them because the numbers say that the majority of your constituents are going to be backing them emotionally as well whether they're right or wrong wrong, so that's why i think i think it has everything to do with politics i I think it has nothing to do with anything else what do you think i i actually agree with you on this one (laughs) you're supposed to be the devil's advocate i can't i I just can't (laughs) i can't be bothered now i you know i'm not entirely sure i need to have an opinion on this this for me it's it's a larger issue of why 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 do we care can you explain that to me like can i play a bigger devil's advocate like why the fuck are we supposed to give a shit about what's going on in egypt and israel well i mean the larger context is that i run a podcast that informs people (laughs) about things okay and so that's why i mention it (laughs) Uh, on a grander (laughs) scale um I don't care that 12 militants in Sinai were killed. Mm-hmm. I don't care that Israel sent a drone. I right. care what it means to us. Because if okay. they can send a drone into Egypt, okay. if we stop supporting them, then okay. by right, they can send a drone into us. Now and we're because we're backing it, everyone else is going to think, well, that's okay, because that's what Israel does. They right. do whatever the fuck they want. And, and, and how long until it's, it's us against them? And even if it never comes to an us against them mm-hmm. scenario, what if it's them against one of our allies? Right. Like yeah. Egypt. Oh, boy. Good <laughs> and point. And like, nothing fucking happens. And it, it sets a precedence, I'm sorry, a precedent of danger. Uh, yeah. Militaristically, because we're holding them to a different standard than we hold everyone else. And so, historically, we should be holding them to more of a standard. So what should what uh, Obama should come on the TV and make a speech about how Israel shouldn't have done that and shame no, on Israel? Or what no, do you think? What should happen? I think we should stop sending them money. I think we should stop okay. supporting them with their illegal settlements in the Gaza Strip. I think we should stop backing all of their um, uh, alleged reaction to. I'm sorry, reactions to alleged anti-Semitic behavior. I think it's all manufactured, and I think it's manufactured because they are a fucking psychic vampire, Israel, <laughs> and we are letting them do it. Like, it is obvious to me. <laughs> they they are the epitome of an organization mm-hmm. being a psychic vampire and just doing whatever they want and, and actually relying on us to do the majority of it. It's shocking that they actually sent a drone on their own, if it's true. Yeah, I actually agree with you on that one. Down with Israel. Alright, hey, you want to talk about a tranny? Sure. I always want to talk about a tranny. <laughs> Let's do it. You want me to read this one? That's I called see? Tuesday Night in my house. <laughs> Tuesday Night Tranny Talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, I'll read this. How about... Mm-hmm. Okay, transgender gender teen stabbed. Are shot. you drinking? Uh-huh. Duh. Oh, I have like I, a, I, sure. I have a tumbler. I have a sippy cup of wine because I don't want to <laughs> spill because I've spilled wine so many times while taping the show. And I just put it in a big old tumbler with a lid. Oh my god. Did yeah. you ever see that it's always sunny in uh, Philadelphia where they put it in a Coke can? I didn't see that one, no. Hilarious. They're like, no one can even tell we're drinking wine because it's out of this old Coke can. But they're, like their yeah. lips and teeth are all stained red. <laughs> So if you think I've never done that, then, <laughs> then you don't know me at all. <laughs> That's called Wednesday. 
I've had wine in every sort of receptacle available. Really? Of course. You got to make do, man. Wow. All right. Cool. Anyway, let me. May I? May I'm I sorry. Okay. Please. Thank you. All right. Montego Bay, Jamaica. Dwayne Jones was relentlessly teased in high school for being effeminate until he dropped out. His father not only kicked him out of the house at the age of 14, but also helped jeering neighbors push the youngster from the rough Jamaican slum where he grew up. By age 16, the teenager was dead. Beaten, stabbed, shot, and run over by a car when he showed up at a street party dressed as a woman. His mistake? Confiding to a friend that he was attending a quote-unquote straight party as a girl for the first time in his life. And then it goes on to explain... Before we go into that, can I ask you something? Please do. Um... Is he at fault? Oh, you're going to just go jump right into that. Uh, it depends. You know, this kid, to some people, probably is a martyr. You know, Jamaica is, as this article goes on to explain, incredibly, blatantly, unabashedly homophobic. Mm-hmm. You, you just can't be gay in Jamaica. And uh, I love this. There's one part of the article where it talks about um, maybe some fucking asshole had some fucking cockamamie theory that it had to do with the slave trade and you know what you know there was some because of during the slave trade they used to sodomize men to sort of degrade them i mean it is of course it is degrading i'm sure to be fucked in the ass if you're not gay or against even if you are gay against your will yeah, um but rape. It, sure yeah um so there's this whole th- theory that that's why Jamaicans are so homophobic, which is, of course, horse shit, because, I mean, a lot of people were probably raped who don't turn into homophobic. Anyway, I'm digressing. But, no, to give you a simple answer, it's not his fault, no. <laughs> so it's not his fart. Fart? It's Did not his fart? fart. <laughs> it's not his fault that he, knowing the climate of the area, mm-hmm. intentionally went trying to be uh, passing off as a full-fledged woman um, into a straight party. It's not his fault that he walked into the lion's den and then got bit by the lion. No. It's really? Not. It's not, is, you're asking me, is it his fault that this kid's dead? That he was fucking if you, shot? If you walk in front of a car knowing that that car, if it sees you, will target your ass. Then yeah, it's your fault. You walked in front of that car. This is not a one-for-one analogy here, you know. That's a kind of a flawed argument. Like he How doesn't. How is that flawed? Because when you it's physics. When you step in front of a car that's aimed at you, there is no, only I'm saying, one. Uh huh. I, I was saying it, it, the car targeted you. So okay, like you were gonna be you're gonna be killed if you do this action. If okay, you are caught doing that. this action, you know you will be killed because no. there is a. You just said that there was a. Um, a sure, culture homophobia. of homophobia. That doesn't Historically, mean shot, that, stabbed, and run over <laughs> before the night's over. To be fair, historically, homophobia is met with violence if it comes in close quarters. And you get that into a crowd environment where you just get amped up and things naturally go out of control anyway? Okay, so by that logic, Trayvon is, you know, his death was justified. I mean, you can't just say, like... It was in the courts, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But yes, okay. But I'm playing the devil's advocate here. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, this kid, I mean, he has every right. Look. I agree. He has the absolute right to be who he is. And But but you don't walk into... You don't try to pass yourself off for something you're not when you know that the reaction is going to be negative at minimal. 
negative and violent more okay. likely than not. Yeah, but the you know the logical conclusion is not. I'm probably maybe it's wicked likely that I'm going to get shot, stabbed, and run over tonight before the night's over. Let's say that you only know. one of those happened. Okay, he might have survived. Because <laughs> he probably didn't think all three were going to no. happen. No, I mean, who but thinks he, that? No one expects all The chances all three. are he was probably going to, he knew he was going to get his ass beat if he was caught. No, I don't think he did know. I, you really? know, I, well, the problem is he was, uh, you know, the, he, the party was tipped off. Like, mm-hmm. he, he wanted to go to this party and he told a friend that he was going to try to pass, you know, at this straight party. And that was the problem, was that then this girl that he told, this fucking cunt from church, as I'll call her from now on, uh, she went and sort of ratted him out to her, like, male relatives, and they're the ones that jumped him. It wasn't like he showed up at the party, and then these fucking people were like, hey, wait a minute, you're a dude. It was, he said, I'm going to go, he told a friend in confidence, I'm going to go to this party and I'm going to try to pass. And I, you know. So do you think that it would have been different if he went and he was found out without her? Well, I mean, conjecture, but yeah, it it would have it probably would have been different. It likely would have been different. It may have been different, but the point is, he didn't. It's not his fault. He didn't go to this party, and you know, sort of whip his dick out from under his dress and say, "Hey, fellas, you want to go?" <laughs> you know, he just he he wanted to go to this party. He was gonna try to pass. You know, he his. I'm sure in his mind, he was like. I look like a fucking super hot chick, you know? I'm going to go to this party. I'm going to have a fucking good time. And when I get home tonight, I'm going to tell all my friends that I went to this straight party and totally passed. And it's going to be maybe the best fucking night of my life. But instead... Let me, uh-huh. let, let me touch on that because, to be fair, he's he's a pretty attractive person. Like, he's got yeah. nice facial structure. His eyes are really nice. His lips are nice. And so I... You know, argumentatively, maybe he looked like a pretty woman when he was in full dress. Um, I guarantee he did. Okay. Guarantee it. All right. All right. <laughs> did but, you have to notice that, um, like, iconography behind him on the wall? Yeah. How Gigantic fucking is that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, not very fair, but I immediately just associated it with um, Milton eroticism. Oh, no, well, you should. Yeah. <laughs> Gigantic Shout. cock with a bear head on it. <laughs> That's what I see anyway, is a little bear head at the tip, like eating a watermelon or something. How okay. racist is that? It's super racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I always I always sort of do the blame the victim thing when it can be an avoided behavior. Okay, I like because that. Because I, 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 I sort of walk <laughs> like, this line of you need not subject yourself to things, don't do it. If you, if you know that there's a chance of horrible things happening, just don't do that behavior. Um, okay, but can I... You were in the army, right? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you know that going to war you could get killed? Like, but you felt that there were some things that were kind of worth it. You know that freedom was worth maybe a few lives that you lost. Maybe this kid thought that way too. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, to be mm-hmm. fair, no one joins the military. Uh, okay, that's not fair. I'm, I'm going to say the majority of people I met did not join the military to go to war. Right. It was it was a remote possibility, but when I went in, it right. was between. Uh, conflicts and it was actually a moment of peace all around the world mm-hmm. you know I mean there was still Bosnia and, and Kosovo but it was for what Thanks. we were doing very minimal mm-hmm. um, and so it, it wasn't even on my radar to be fair I knew that it could happen mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't it wasn't a, a, a chance in a hundred it was you know chance in tens of thousands you know much larger than the chances of him having something severely negative happen by dressing up as a woman and going to this party I mean, 
you know, and I'm not trying to, I, I do genuinely think, you know, he's a, he's a pretty man and he, he probably makes a very beautiful woman and that's who he is inside. And I, I totally support that on an individual that's, level, but I do yeah. not think, and then let's just say it's not him. Let's just say it's any situation where, you know, like something really, really bad can happen. Mm-hmm. Avoid that behavior. Well, so mm-hmm. maybe he can, you know, just live with himself inside his home until he mm-hmm. moves Right. to a more friendly environment and then he can express himself you know yeah. it's like if you're in the south and you come out as an atheist or as a, just an anti-christian or a satanist well that's stupid i mean that's the whole reason why the majority of satanists don't say anything about who they are because there are real repercussions for this stuff and it's not right it's not yes. fair whatever fair means okay, but it's the but- reality of the world we live in and certainly the reality of the world he lived in but what if no one did? You know, what if no? What if there, nobody who ever lived in the South came out as an atheist? Where would we be? I mean, no progress would ever be made if people were just too fucking afraid of the repercussions to sacrifice themselves. You know, and and I'm not saying that that this kid, you know, it, that See, it's this, starting to sound like you're you're defending the idea of martyrdom. And I I'm against. I'm it. not defending that, but I I mean, what about people who fight for what they believe in? You know, I mean, I'm not saying that this kid's that that is the case with this kid but you're you know talking about atheists or satanists in the south or you know you're right and and you know there have been people that have come out and and how much progress somebody has to right or we're always always gonna stay like that and i think to be fair we really i mean we're still we're still very racist people you know i mean no matter what we hold on to our our, our hatreds and our animosities. It's a generational thing that will never go away. It's just, it's ingrained in who and what we are. So there's never going to be a day where he can, you know, just come out or anyone like him can just walk around happily without some sort of repercussion from some bigoted human being that wants to violently react to it. Yeah, but it's all about sort of majority rules. You know, if there are enough people who accept transgender people, um, then he's going to be relatively safe. Yeah. Or he would be if he weren't fucking dead. <laughs> but And it is you know, it is tough because, you know, obviously he he probably thought that there's no way that he would possibly be found out because he looked so much like a woman. And he trusted his friend to be right. a good person. And and you know, let you know, to be fair, maybe his friend didn't think that that was gonna be the reaction. Maybe, Maybe she just thought, hey, you know what? This is kind of funny. My friend is going to try to pass as a girl. And it was I, the other people. Yeah. I, I bet she knew, though. I mean, if I, ha- if I were a betting woman. <laughs> um, okay. So, I mean, we've, we've talked about it enough. Do you want to yeah. move on to a little Down to the Crossroads? Oh, do I? I'm excited for this. I hope so. All right. There you will. Sure you won't stay out in this blackout? Sure is dark tonight. Thank you for the ride, sir. I think I'll be fine. See yourself! What are you doing out here? Oh, I'm I'm headed down to the crossroads. (laughs) Wait, miss. You can't be. You're the... You're the devil. devil. But you're... You're beautiful. beautiful. Just sign here. Oh my god. So, 
Hey. So I decided. <laughs> <laughs> I am not not at all drunk. That is the first thing. Really? I want to okay. Say stop. About. Stop. Just take a couple drinks. Okay. Let me get drunk real quick. Yeah. Okay. I'm on my third, and I'm feeling a little fuzzy. Yeah. All right. So I decided to do this month's theme is instrumental. I know it's a kind of a stupid theme. It's just a broad stupid theme, but it was a challenge because it, there aren't that many blues songs that are just instrumentals. I did find quite a few that I had to, to knock off the playlist, but um, I think the three that I chose are pretty solid. Um, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of Delta blues. Uh, you know, the old blues that I really like, the, the pre-war blues that mm -hmm. um, went you know, that are instrumental. There was some, um, trying to think of example. Oh, um, what's his name? Blind Willie Johnson, who, um, Dark Was the Night, Cold Was the Ground. That's a great instrumental, but I think I played it on an earlier show. So, um, these three songs that I chose are sort of post-war blues, but I mean, who gives a fuck, right? Nobody cares what I do, do they? They're just, they don't care. Um, I think, I think people <laughs> probably care more than you think. They're going to, Send you negative letters, no long handwritten no letters. Writes to me. No one. That's so no messed up. Shit. I know. You guys seriously need to let her know that she's. <laughs> you know, if you if you don't like her banter, let her know. If you like yeah. what she's doing, let her know. If you like the song choices, let her know. It takes you two minutes and it makes her feel good. It doesn't. It doesn't make me feel anything. I'm dead well, inside. Well, I'm trying to help you here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please send me love. Love You're only. Horrible. <laughs> the back of my plate, damn it. Right. No, I'm just... They know I'm kidding. My real yeah. fans know I'm kidding. Your real fans. <laughs> my kidding. real peeps understand me. They get me. <laughs> they totally get me. <laughs> all right, all, all right. right. so let's listen to some fucking music, shall Fuck we? yeah. All right. Bam. We're gonna listen to this is Pee Wee Creighton and his guitar. This is called Blues After Hours. Listen to that. Isn't that just soothing? Isn't it nice? Oh, I gotta take a sip of it. Please do. It's just so good. So this guy's name is Connie Curtis Creighton. So thank God someone decided to give him a nickname. Pee Wee. I mean, it could be better, but it's better than Connie Curtis Creighton. I know we're not running out of letters here, but do you, parents, can you please? I mean, come on, just try. Limit it. Like, I understand some people like middle names. That's great. You don't need three damn names. Mm. Come on. I appreciate alliteration, though, so I'm gonna give it up to Connie Curtis Creighton's parents for that one. Um, so he was born in Texas. Uh, this song is from 1948. Like I said, all of these songs are a little bit later than what I usually want to play you, but. Um, I can't fucking... tell if it's slowing down or if I'm getting drunk. You're getting drunk. <laughs> it's actually speeding up. No, uh, it's mesmerizing. That's the great thing about this song. It's His guitar work on this is a fucking amazing. And Pee Wee Creighton is kind of known for his dazzling, imaginative guitar work. And this, is, this is, was his first single, and it was actually his most successful song. Yeah. Let's listen for just a second. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that nice? Mm. So this actually went to the number one on the R&B charts, which is kind of crazy because it's definitely blues. I mean, it's kind of crossover, of course, but... Yeah. So this song and Pee Wee in general was really influenced by this guy named T-Bone Walker, 
who is um New Orleans, I think, musician, and he was legend has it that the, that Pee Wee was just kind of goofing off in the studio, and the guy that the producer was like, "What? What is that?" And he was like, "Oh, it's just this thing I'm working on." He's like, "We gotta record that," and so they recorded it. And like I said, it was his first single, and it was it was his most successful, and went to number one, and. You know, it's one of those ap- apocryphal stories that you you know you hope is true because it's a great story, but it may or may not be. God, that so is awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful stuff, right? Oh, I, I gotta take a minute here. That's take actually like sexy as hell. Yeah, I know. Like I could just see dancing slow and mm. sure, yeah. It's good stuff. All right, I'm gonna to- I'm gonna send uh, I'm gonna send Josh a dick pic real quick. Hold on. All right. He's take- got me in the mood. I know. I don't know why it's mm-hmm. gonna be Josh every time. Don't well, if I send it to of- you, he would be angry, and so I oh. send it to him, hoping he'll show you. Oh, I see. That's how it work. <laughs> I see. A little backdoor entry. Mmm, I like the backdoor. <laughs> We've talked okay. about this. And we move on. I know it's your birthday and you get to have anal sex tonight with your wife because it's your birthday. Actually, because it's my birthday, I don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) She's going to appreciate that. Tonight's your night out. I'm sweating like a dog in here. Damn, it's hot. It's hot. God damn it. All right. So just to count... What's happened here so far? We've Please, we've mocked this. Down syndrome retard strength. I have uh, exposed my boner to Will Smith, a transgendered boy who yes. was killed, yes. and now sending dick pics to your man. All right. Okay, we've taken stock of good times. Let's move on. All right, let's listen to more music then, shall we? Okay. Mm-hmm. This next one, bam, Junior Wells, Chitlin con carne, this and this guy. is a fucking. You're gonna, you're gonna like this. Oh shit! Huh? So Junior. I gotta turn this up. Yeah, I just turned it up too. (laughs) So Junior Wells is a fucking bad motherfucker. He, he just. You know, you can hear it. He just fucking exudes sexuality. <laughs> and he played that fucking heart like nobody else. Again, mesmerizing. That's the great thing about instrumentals. I love instrumentals. I don't know about you, but I fucking love a good instrumental song. Because you can just concentrate on the music, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you- I don't even see it as... Like, I see a regular song as... I mean... I see the voice as an instrument, so I, oh. I I don't really separate them that way in my mind. Oh, look at you. You're it's like sort a of like higher fucking being. <laughs> Go on. Tell no, me. it's sort of the way like classical music. You know, sometimes yeah. like um, uh, some of Mozart's Requiem, you have some choral mm. to it, uh, chorus, and, and it's it's still classical music. It's still you know a wonderful instrumental piece with vocals, and I don't. I have a hard time separating it because it's, I think it's just, it's part of what makes the entirety of the song. It's not necessary, just like you can have, you know, a wonderful song with no bass, but it's still, you know, it, it, it's just another instrument, so. 
I guess so, except there's lyrics that you you just sort of, as a human being who speaks English, you know, when you're listening to a song that has lyrics in English, then you really sort of, he- you can't help but hear the lyrics, and they become, a, a, you know, an important aspect. But that's why I hate opera that's sung in English, you know? It's the most absurd thing I've ever heard, as a matter of fact. So, you know, choral music and stuff like that when it's chanting and... Yeah, that is a good point. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, there it is. So that's that was Junior Wells. We talked all about everything except Junior Wells, but that's okay. That was good. I, I gotta hold on. I got this stupid fucking commercial. Yeah, I'm, I gotta get through that too. That was cool, man. I, he's he's got a wonderful, just sort of alive feel it's to his music. Like a lot of blues, it you know it, it sounds it sounds very period. It, it it you feel like you're transported to that time. Um, Junior Wells, even though it's it has it has an era associated with it, you feel like you're in that moment immediately, mm-hmm. and it's it's it speaks to you nowadays too. It, I don't know, it's it's different. It's very yeah timeless sort of feel. That song, um, maybe the most famous version of that is Stevie Ray Vaughan. He did a version on in '91 on that you know his really famous album "Sky Is Crying." It's a kind of a great version, but I think Junior Wells' version is the fucking best one it he didn't write it it was written by this guy named kenny burrell who recorded it first but i think junior Wells' version was the best version i heard it was covered by a bunch of people though nice yeah but that's some good shit right yeah chitlin con carne Mm -hmm. all right we'll go ahead yeah fun it's fucking good. But I did save the best for last, so I'm gonna go ahead and play this. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna take a drink here for just a second, if you will. I gotta Excuse wait while you there. take a drink? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, god damn, that is so fucking good. So, uh, <clears throat> what are you wearing? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of it. Not as sexy as if you were wearing a little something. I'm wearing a snowsuit, actually. <laughs> Maybe while you're sweating. Oh, shit. God damn it. I'm so dumb. <laughs> yeah, so but because you have the retard strength, you can rip it off. Like oh. a whole or something. <laughs> or like, you know. <laughs> it really is hot as fuck over here, though. I'm, I'm sweating like a fucking It's dog. hotter in Baltimore, I guarantee it. Oh, yeah? I guarantee it. I, I have but, no fucking clue. I haven't but been here's outside the dry today. heat. I love when people say that. It, but I it's know. a dry heat. It may be fuck, hot, but it's a dry heat. Fuck your dry heat. It's humid as a fucking <laughs> cunt in here. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I kind of like. <laughs> I like that about a about a cunt. The moistness. It's humid. I like that it's moist. If it were a dry cunt, it would not be as good. But it's like a breeding ground for like and you know growth. Anyway. You know let's what, not, you say that, but I, I still think that's a tasty sounding. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't like them. I need an adult. <laughs> All right, we're doing a show here. Okay, so All right, can we do this? One? We got a third song. Can you make it through this? Can you I don't think maintain, I can. man? You got to maintain, man. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. I'm going to hit play on this little Walter, and maybe that'll snap you out of this shit. Ooh, it starts strong. So, I, like I said, I saved the best for last. Well, I mean, in my opinion. 
This is Little Walter, and he's playing a song called Juke. He was 22 years old when he recorded this. Do you believe that? That is not yes. a rhetorical question, Adam. Do you believe it? I believe it! Alright, thank he's you. He's got that much power in his lips for this harmonicai. Yeah. <laughs> so, in 1952... God damn it, this is good. <laughs> I feel like fucking Ray Charles rocking back and forth in my chair here. Yeah, okay. Go with that. You know, like blind guys, whenever they're fucking moving, they always look the same. Like their whole upper body's like rocking together. That's a racist. Blind? That's racist. <laughs> what? That's visionist, if, if anything. It's racist. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking badass. <laughs> yeah. Told you. You didn't believe me, but I told you. I thought you. So in 1952, Little Walter was playing for Muddy Waters Band, but he left, and then Junior Wells, who we just heard, took Little Walter's place. See? It all makes sense, man. You gotta maintain, man. So this song is the fucking blues harmonica song. This is the fucking... I mean, if you play blues harp, you better fucking know how to play this song, because people are gonna ask you. Yes. Oh, please don't. Oh, God, please don't. Oh, God, I mean, it's your birthday, but I guess you can do whatever you want. But I really, speaking on behalf of all the listeners out there, we really wish you would. I'm not very happy with you right now. That's cool. When are you? <laughs> You're not happy with me, Adam. I want to be happy with you, but I'm not happy with you. Hmm. I like you so. So this is, this was Little Walter's big, this was his song. He, you know, he made kind of a career out of this song. He left, you know, he was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Fuck you, Muddy Waters. I'm out of here. I'm going to go start my own band called The Jukes. And I'm going to capitalize on the huge success of my song, Juke, and fuck you. Nice. Clickety-click. So hey, he I, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn on the uh, Pee Wee Creighton again. Okay, fucking sure have that in the background six, while we're talking. Just whatever, you know, do whatever you want, Adam. It's your show, your birthday. It's Fuck me, my right? Party and I'll play I wish you could do that. Alright, so that was yes. pretty bad ass. So did you come up with the uh, instrumental just because you were sort of searching or you really wanted to do it? I really wanted to do it. Nice. It was a challenge. Like, I don't know any, offhand, I didn't know any instrumental blues songs, like, that I could just pull from my head. Mm. It's the case, maybe. Glad you said that. Thank you. I try to maintain a little bit of fucking decorum here. I don't think so. I seem to recall one episode. Well, that was... There was no decorum. That was a long time ago, and I've changed my ways. <laughs> I have been reformed. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm playing it again too. It's, <laughs> it's your birthday. We do what Adam wants today. Yay! Yay. I gotta tell you, uh, I, I really wanted to brew today. It's sort of a birthday batch. But 
I mean, having to do this in the middle of the day, having, getting to do this in the having middle of the day. Having to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Such a burden. <laughs> um, I do have to say, it is trying some, not not when I get to enjoy it with you, but just doing oh, the show every fucking week. It's trying as fuck. I, I imagine it is. Even my segment, I fucking, you know, labor over and have anxiety over. <laughs> I imagine that, you know... Doing the whole show for you every fucking week must be just a fucking nightmare. You <laughs> can do that. Oh, we and, I and, and like when I reached out to uh, all of you contributors, thinking that that would alleviate some of the time, it actually just compounds it. Yeah. It just means I have to spend extra time editing and piecing together, and it's like, fuck. Oh, it's so <laughs> this is trouble. And so I'm, I'm sort of in this like weird window. Of, I like what I I like doing this podcast. It takes a lot of time. I love what it's become. Like I, I, I really think that what you and the other contributors have put together make it so much fucking better than it was before. And so I, I'm like, now I can't stop. Like That's even right. if I wanted to, I can't That's because right. now these other people want are you know they're putting their time in, and now I'm kind of sort of caught. It's out of your hands, Adam. It's bigger than you know. That's who, who would you like to see helm this when I go? No, nobody, just you. I refuse to offer a second runner-up. What about uh, what about Josh? What about Josh? He, he could do it. He's busy. <laughs> well, maybe you could just push him out from under the table for a minute. No, 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 he's busy. <laughs> nope. He's busy forever. You gotta have him respond to me about that those fucking story I sent him, because we gotta do that. Oh, has he not? I'll get right he on top not. of it. Josh! Oh. <laughs> this second is what I meant for sure. Hey, you know what? We're yeah. already almost an hour and a half in here, but Holy I shit. do want to do a Bizarre the Bizarre before Oh, we yeah. Leave. We totally owe that to the people. Okay, let me let me drop the drop here. So bizarre. It's the Bizarre of the Bizarre. Alright, so I, this is a weird, super weird fucking... You know, editing this, it sounds weird. I should just... I should not put in any sounds and just publish this without any of the intros <laughs> so that they get the full... The audience gets the full experience of what it's like. Uh -huh. <laughs> just record this. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Do it. No one would ever listen again. Never again. Okay, so Bizarre the Bizarre this... I don't know, fucking quarter is how often I fucking do it. I wanted to... This is weird. I, let me preface this. Weird. Um... Let me start by asking you, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Do you pick your nose? Never. Liar. I don't right. poop. I don't pick my nose. I don't... What else don't I do? Vomit? Vomit? Oh, I do that. I do a lot of Do you of pick that. your toes? Do you sit on no, the couch and pick your toes? No, I don't do anything like that. Right. Nothing like that at all. Right. I pick my nose. Ew. Here's the deal with the oh, nose picking. Do we um, have rule do? number one. We do. I this this is the bizarre of the czar. You do not have to go. I think I hear my mom calling. This is my birthday present. All right. <laughs> it's your birthday. I'm going to pull out that shitty card. See, I'm playing the Vasagi Vampire now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday. So uh, there's a couple rules. Never eat your fucking boogers, obviously. But I've always, and I've never really thought about it until I was just going to work one day. And, like, I never cross-contaminate. If you like, could see the fucking face I was making right now, <laughs> You would never even talk to me again. I am so disgusted right now. Really? 
just from picking your nose, you, you clean the house. You have to. It's. I mean, you have to. I look. I'm no shrinking violet, but I feel kind of nauseous right now. Uh, have another sip of wine or gulp or two it or three. It's out of wine, dude. That's why I'm trying to wrap this shit up. Not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm gonna round this out to a good four hours. So please, oh goodness, <laughs> settle in. Mm. No, so seriously, um, and I said it was weird. So I, I never really thought about it much, but now I think about it all the time. So whenever you're picking your nose, you know, obviously, hopefully, you you have a tissue nearby and you're away from other people while you're doing it. So it, you know, you sort of get through it and do what you have to do because um, you want to be able to breathe through your fucking nose. So you know, sometimes you have to. Have you nose. heard of a fucking blowing your nose? Out? It doesn't always work though, and I think you know that it doesn't it works. always work. It works for every me time. Yeah. You must have like the fucking Hoover of nose blowing behaviors. Oh hell because no! Because oh, I hell tried. No. Oh, you did not just <laughs> tell me I had a big nose. No, I didn't say big nose. I said like Hoover <laughs> is a power of blowing. Adam just told me I had a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at my dick pic right now, so he's busy. Oh, he's not gonna be able to respond to you. Um, so you. <laughs> Totally losing my fucking blowing nose train of thought. Well, I hope so. That's the whole. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to accomplish. No, but do you ever think like you you use no. one finger for one nostril and one finger for the other, or do you mix them? Why? What difference I, does it make? It makes a huge like I never cross contaminate. It's still the same nose. Just it because is, it's two different nostrils doesn't make it two different noses. Two different. So you use the same finger. I don't pick my nose, Adam. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> but if I were to, okay, okay. I certainly wouldn't concern myself with the boogers from my one nostril making it into my other nostril. Is that what you're, is it, let me, is that what the you're. The idea of it, yeah. Like, obviously, you know, when you pick, you, you know, wipe it on tissue or something. So you don't have it on your finger, but it's still the idea. Of putting that contaminated pinky into the other nostril, I cannot abide. It is the same shit. In oh the, my gosh! In both nostrils, Adam, it's the that same nose. So that's, does that work with every orifice? Like, well, it's just one hole in your body. What's the other one? No, because snot is different than shit. I don't. I I know that. Apparently, <laughs> uh, this is doo -doo 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 breaking news for Adam. Like, is it really? Not all like secretions are the same. Really? <laughs> I thought it was all boogers. Like, I thought pooping was just blowing my ass. I'm fucking really seriously gonna vomit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured a turt, like a turt-sized booger coming out of your oh, ass. No, no I'm, seriously. This is what, this is what happens, and Do you know how many fucking listeners are not listening anymore because they're fucking harfing in their fucking toilets? You're... <laughs> fucking gross. And I gotta go. I gotta no, go. No, do not leave. Shame on you. I know it's your birthday, but do you realize what you've done to me? I'll never, I don't think I'll eat. Again. hilarious. <laughs> My God. No, you never even thought, okay, well, I thought about, I think about it. I cannot do it. I have to use a different fucking pinky nail. That's I have weird. To. That's super weird. I wonder if it is just like a we. Uh, let me know, audience, if you have ever experienced this. If you cross contaminate, shoot me an email. You don't have to say your name, and I don't know you, so it's okay. So just let me know. You know, you either you either back my play or you back Aaron's, and let's let the numbers decide. Team Aaron. <laughs> Team disgusted at blowing her nose and picking it. Apparently, Sec secretions are secretions. That's our motto. 
right. My motto is only pick with one side. Yeah. yeah, you have to. You can't. You can't put your left finger in your right nostril. That's of course you, you wouldn't have the same leverage as you do, like with the left oh, well, hand. That's a the... fucking argument, Adam. That's the. Isn't it all about it's leverage? Different. They have to like get back there and like get you... underneath the booger to pry it away from the nose wall. And I go home. I know it's your birthday. Uh, right, let's you... wrap this up. Enjoy <laughs> torturing me. I thought it was it was an interesting little thing. I hope that every listener <laughs> writes in and tells you to never, you ever, be, I ever, <laughs> ever fucking talk about nose picking ever. I can't believe you decided to bring this up on the episode I'm on. <laughs> I don't know what you think of me. I didn't me. know you were going to react like that. You seem so down to earth in every I other way. I react! You're talking about your boogers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot abide. I cannot oh, wow. abide. Boogers. Nope. Right. Well, I'm a lady. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You indeed are. And you have proven it just now. <laughs> Alright, everyone. That's going to do it for another show. You're welcome. Erin <laughs> has gotten her magical birthday wish. And I'm going to stop. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed it. Maybe not that last part, but the rest of the show. I hope you didn't enjoy it. I hope you all hated it. I'm just kidding. I'm just mad. Are we I'm on the same upset. team here? I'm I don't upset like... right now. I'll get over it. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. It's really kind of distant. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear from all of you, not only about the last segment, but, you know, the show in general. And I know definitely Aaron would like to hear from you, so please, uh, you know, begging, come on, let her know. Let her know how great she's doing. Uh, visit the website 9centspodcast.com and send your correspondence to info at 9centspodcast.com. On the website, there's actually a comment form. I know a number of you have already used it. Thank you very much for doing so. Uh, do it again. Would it kill you? Let's do this, uh, let's do this booger thing. Aaron, yeah. team Aaron or team Adam? Where do you fall? Team Aaron. All right. And then, uh, yeah, let me know of any suggestions, critiques, corrections, general comments you might have. Uh, you can visit the SatanNet Facebook, Google Plus, Twitter, MySpace page for nine cents and get updated on weekly topics. Or you can just have it set to automatically download every week and you don't even have to think about it. Download <laughs> the show Monday nights via my RSS feed found at 9centspodcast.com. We're also on Last.fm, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube, so look for us there. Last.fm has just told me that they are not a podcast service. So I shouldn't use them. What? I think it has to do more with the content than with anything else, but I'm oh. still going to use them for as much as I can. I love the last FM. What the fuck? They can they fuck They got to stick off. up their ass all of a sudden? I think so. I'm going to go right to them. <laughs> you can subscribe to 9 Cents via iTunes by searching 9 Cents, and don't forget to leave a rating or comment. I know a number of you have, and I thank every single one of you each time you do it. Please, let's except, get those numbers Except up. that one guy. He knows who he is. Fuck yeah, and that was weird. All right. Um, if you would like to learn more about the Church of Satan, visit churchofsatan.com. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. in the coming months. No real reason. No reason. The only way this podcast is going to live, is going to continue, is going to exist for another week, 
is if I stop talking about boogers and <gasps> if you tell a friend. I really need you guys to do your part in this reciprocal, non-psychic -vamp vampiric relationship we have. Would it fucking kill you? And take. Tell a friend about Nine Cents. Would you it may fucking be kill you? <laughs> Granny loves to bake and she acts weird when you talk about picking your nose, but the second you bring up Nine Cents, she's on board. Anna loves Satan. Let's build this podcast together. Help spread the word. Once again, thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Adam Campbell. Hey, I'm Aaron. <laughs> you, <laughs> I didn't we, know you were going to throw it to me. We, <laughs> well, fucking uh, heads up. I'm going to throw it to you. I'm going to throw it to you. My name is Adam Campbell, and... I'm Aaron. Yeah. And until next week, hail. Hail Satan. <laughs>